I am sitting down with newly minted world's finalist in the 50 breaststroke. She's also a junior national champion and a UT Texas commit. We are sitting down with Piper Angie. Piper, how how are you doing? How is how is managing jet lag from Doha? I'm doing great. Oh, it was hard. I mean, when you come back from a place like that in Seattle, like there's an 11 hour time difference. Like I don't even know what day I'm in. I got back. I'm like I've slept six hours in the past. Like I don't even know what to call it a day, two days, three days. Like <laughs> so, been managing that. Waking up pretty early still, but we're getting yeah. there. Was was this the first time you had been? on a on a big international trip like halfway around the world or, or was this the farthest you've been from home before uh i was in israel last september okay so i had that experience but this was this was a lot harder for some reason the time Tell difference me. yeah i don't know why the time difference was about the same mm-hmm. um and we were in uh doha for longer and so i would think it would be easier to adjust but for some reason, I just had such a hard time sleeping when we first got here or when we first got there, when I first got back. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, when I've traveled to the Middle East, I, I've, I don't sleep more than four hours at a time. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was, it was very hard for me to adjust. And, you know, it's like you said, it's an 11 hour time difference. It's pretty much the exact opposite of the schedule that you're used to. Um, but tell me about the, travel getting to doha and then just the the first few days before the meet um what you were doing and what your experience it was like yeah well travel was pretty smooth um thankfully i was just super excited to be going so it didn't feel too long on the way there um and like you know when you're going somewhere and you're like super excited to go there and so you're actually excited to travel um uh and so i had a really good time getting there Super lucky that my flight was direct. And then um, once we were there, it was definitely hard to adjust to the time change. But it was a super fun week beforehand where we were just getting to swim, uh, get adjusted to all the time change, the new pools, get to tour the venue, which was awesome. Um, yeah, kind of got to meet the team and explore the city, which was it was a beautiful city. I love it there. What What did you like about the city or what stood out to you about it? It was super clean, which was awesome. Like every, all the buildings were very like futuristic, um, which was like, everything was all light up. And there is, there wasn't a lot of people around, which was weird because I'm from like Seattle um, where there's so many people in the city, but uh, yeah, not a ton of people around, but still like tons of great like shopping to do and stuff. What was the best thing you got in Doha? Oh, actually, on the last night, I was out with a couple of people and I got this, a bunch of us got these like, I love Doha shirts, just like corny tourist things. I thought it was so funny. Um, I think that's probably my favorite thing I brought back. <laughs> the the classic I heart shirts. You like, oh, yeah. I feel like you can't go wrong as a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then just going into the meet, obviously, this is a pretty unique world championships. Uh, it's February of the Olympic year wouldn't normally have a world champs, but 
yeah, the pandemic being what it was, we did. Um, so you, and you, and you got to get yourself on this roster and go and swim two individual events. Um, tell me about just heading into the meet, what you were focusing on or what your expectations were in terms of, of racing and for yourself. Yeah. I mean, this was my first year on the national team and this was my first ever senior level international meet. So I was going in my mind solely focused on getting that experience. Um, I was like, this is my first time doing eight day meet, uh, prelim final, prelim semifinal, uh, final of that caliber and heading into Olympic trials. Like I wasn't fast enough to qualify for trials in 21. Like this is my first time doing that. And I knew that if I wanted to have my best shot at Olympic trials, I had to go in knowing what that was like. And I'm honestly, I'm glad that this happened during an Olympic year because that gave me the opportunity to go. Um, I know a lot of people were worried about the turnaround from like, obviously most college swimmers couldn't go because of NCAA's conference championships. Um, and a lot of people were worried about the turnaround from eight day meet for worlds, eight day meet for Olympic trials, eight day meet for Olympics. And so they opted to not go. And I totally understand that. And because of that, I got to go. So I'm glad that some people do have that mindset and that focus, um, but yeah, I knew that it was going to be a fully new experience that I've never done anything like that before. So I was like, I might be a little intimidated, might be a little nervous, not going to know what's going on. So I was like, I'm just going to go in, get the experience, see what I can learn from it, from it and what I can bring to trials. Yeah. No, I was, I was speaking with a uh, fellow Washington native, Nathan Adrian, oh, yeah. um, or, earlier or last week. And he, he, he kind of uh, mirrored your thoughts on, you know, I asked him, what do you think of this world championships? And he was like, if I was a younger swimmer, I would totally go. You know, he he went to a short course world championships in April of 2008. So right before oh, yeah. Olympic trials, um, because he it was his first time on the national team as well. And so he got that experience of, of swimming in an arena for the first time and just swimming with some of those top level swimmers for the first time. And you know, he also said, if I was a veteran or a pro, I, I probably wouldn't go. But you know, it's like, it's a, it's it's kind of good either way. And so, like you said, you were able to, to cash in on that opportunity and get some experience. Um, tell me about the meet, you know, you, you, yeah. you're hoping to just get this experience of an eight day meet, you obviously you start on day one with the 100 breaststroke. Uh, how do you feel like that event went for you? Yeah, so I gotta say, like, I had I thought I knew what was going on. I thought I knew I was like, oh, I'm super ready for this. Like I've got my nerves under control. I'm totally focused, dialed in. We've been here for a week. I am raring to go and ready to race. And then I got up there and was like, oh my gosh. Like I was in that ready room for 20 minutes. I was doing all these things that I've never done before. And I totally psyched myself out. Um, I was so confident that I had anything, everything under control that I forgot to consider the fact that this is my first time and um, I didn't have the race that I was looking for. Uh, I missed semifinals and even though I wasn't going into this meet thinking I need to make a final, I need to make a semifinal, being surrounded by all these like amazing people um, who are out here making finals, winning events, it made me feel like okay, I'm part of Team USA here. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to make a semifinal. I'm going to make a final. Like, I know my power that I can do this. And um, not making that 
really uh, was a shock. I got 18th and I had to step back for a minute and check myself and be like, hey, it's okay. All right, I'm 17. This is my first, <laughs> this is my first senior international meet. Um, it's a lot of pressure and uh, I'm super thankful to have all the veterans that were there to kind of talk me through it and be like, trust me, so many people do this in their first race. Like it's, it's scary. It's stressful. Um, you see it on TV, but you can't really experience it until you're actually there. So you're actually walking out, you've got giant screen behind you showing your name and your flag. And it's such an awesome experience, but it was definitely a bit of shell shock the first time I did it. Absolutely. And again, it's, you know, it's a February world championship. So you have people who can swim really fast and it's a world championship. So people will be swimming at a very high level, but everyone's at a different spot. You don't really yeah. know what to expect. I mean, finishing right ahead of you, but also out of the semifinal was the defending world champion, Ruta Valutite, right? So just, it, it's, it, it's a lot of, a lot of unexpected things happening. I think, yeah. especially I was, in, in that hundred breast. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was joking with um, a couple of people. I was like, I can tell people if they ask me how my hundred breast was, like, oh, I got out touched by the world champion. I was like, I don't need to tell them that it was last year's world champion. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, yeah, I finished right behind her. Yeah, I was close, and, but and, uh, she got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so so then you you missed the semifinal in the hundred breast. Um, Tell me about moving forward from there. You know, the, you, like you said, you kind of got to talk to some vets and, and to, it's okay. Um, yeah. and, then, and then how do you prepare for the 50 breast? Yeah. So um, those days in between, I was at almost every session. I was like, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to soak it all up. I've got five days before my next race. And um, I'm really just going to sit here and figure out how to get in the right mindset so that I can go into this 50 with, like, I mean, now I know what I want. I'm like, now I want to make a final. I want to make a semifinal. Um, I'm, I'm like, that's not going to happen again. I'm, I need to know how to get on top of that. Um, so I got even being there for a couple of days, seeing everybody swim well, but also seeing how they run the finals, how they run prelims, um, watch other people get prepared. Like all of that stuff is super important for me to figure out how I was going to do it my way. Um, and so I was able to walk into that my 50 knowing like it's under control. I got this. I wasn't having the same like nervous energy that I was having before that was like felt out of control before my hundred. Um, I knew like, I was like, okay, I've done this before. I know, I know what to expect now. Uh, and I, I knew I was ready. Yeah. Uh, what you said, you, you know, you wanted to do it your way. What does your way look like? You know, what, what, did, um, what did your, what did developing your process look like for you? Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm still young. I'm still figuring out, like, I'm still like switching coaches sometimes and moving up through my club groups. Uh, I'm going to college next year. So that'll all be a change to um, doing, finding out different ways, like the 20 minutes before, uh, like call time, 20 minutes before my race. Like that's something I wasn't used to. I'd only done that at junior worlds before. Um, so I'm still learning how to figure out like when wow. to warm up, when to put on my suit, when I need to get to the pool. Um, and yeah. And so after all those days, I was figured out like some people only need to do one general warm up, they put on their suit and they go to the call room. 
and I was like, oh, what if I try that? Like that could work. And I was like, you know what? No, I need to stick to my guns. I need to know, like, I need to trust that even though I am across the country, I need to do what I still do at home because it's the same race at the end of the day. Like if they close the warm pool 20 minutes before my race, but I was at my home pool, like I would know exactly what to do. It's the same process, just in a different area, different standards. Um, but I was like, yeah, I, I know what needs to be done here and I just need to remember how to do it. Yeah. So then take me through that 50 breast uh, prelim where you do make it to semis this time, but I mean, A, it's a 50. And so everyone is going, everyone's going fast and everyone's going, everyone's kind of tightly bunched, but um, you were 15th and, you know, if, if you would have gone two tenths slower, you would have been out. Um, how, how did you, how did you gauge that? Yeah. Um, I was in the last heat of prelims. And so I was able to be watching all the other heats, which I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. Cause you're sitting there, you're stressing out. Like they don't walk you out until after the heat before you has gone. So I've known what everyone's gone up to this point. And I knew relatively what time it would take to make it back for semifinals. Um, I was higher seed in this, uh, than the hundred, but I'm like, at a meet like this, seeds aren't going to matter. You know, like you said, no one knows what level of resting people are at, who's there. Like, um, and so I was able to, uh, like see everyone go. And so I was, um, getting a little nervous, <laughs> but then I was, uh, just figuring out, um, but yeah, by the time I get up on the blocks, I was pretty calm and I, I had a lot of confidence. I knew I was going to do it and just trying to beat the people next to me instead of focusing on uh, actually trying to make semifinals. I was like, okay, as long as I beat these two people next to me, it's going to go great. Um, it's going to work out. And uh, yeah, so honestly, I don't remember a lot of the race. <laughs> uh, I feel like after I kind of get up on the blocks, I black out a little bit till the race is over, especially in a 50. Um but yeah, I hit the wall and it was just a moment of nervousness or I was like, okay, I should be right on the edge. Um, but I, I had such a big smile when I saw that scoreboard and I knew that I was in like, that was, that's, that's the moment where you sit there and you're like, it's all worth it. It wasn't even the semifinals prelims. I was like, I did, I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get your first second swim at a major senior international yeah. meet. That's a, that's a huge deal. Um, and then you go on to semis and you have a huge drop, a, a half of a second. You make the final. Um, tell me about that semifinal swim and, and even just the, the the lead up to it. How do you handle uh, <clears throat> the rest of prelims knowing that you do have a semifinal swim that night? And how do you handle the afternoon leading up to that semifinal? Yeah. Um... So first I was just like over the moon. I was so excited about it. I was going back to the team area. Um, all my teammates super happy for me. They knew like, that's what I was waiting for. That's what I wanted. They know I spent the past five days being like, oh, gotta make it back for semifinals. That's all I gotta do. Um, and so that was super fun to have. Uh, even though I'm like, these guys are winning events, setting records, and they're super psyched for me for making it back for a semifinal. I think that's one of the things that's so special about our team. Um, but yeah, I was like, luckily I had my home coach, Abby, uh, she was there. And so she was so excited for me. Um, but then she was like, okay, go warm down. You're not done. Um, 
we got to get to that. We got to get to that semifinal swim so you can make it back for finals. Uh, and so it was, yeah, same process as home. I just had to remind myself, like, you go home, you rest. Actually, fun fact, I don't take a nap. I, like, people think you're I'm one of those. <laughs> I cannot fall asleep in the middle of the day. And so um, I'm just, like, trying to, like, read or watch Netflix and just relax and uh, make sure I eat enough to get back. Um, but then, yeah, I got back for finals. And after watching past five or six days of finals, I was just super, like, ready and excited. I was like, I had spent the past week picturing myself down there. And now that I got to be down there, I was just kind of having fun instead of being super stressed about making it for finals. I was like, I'm already here. Like, this is where I wanted to be. I just got to have fun now. It's it's not that it didn't matter to me to make finals because obviously I really wanted to make finals, but my goal was to make semifinals. And so I was like, now that I'm here, like I, I did it. So it's just that fun. Yeah. And then once again, this is a very close, uh, very, very tightly bunched field. You know, you, you swim at, uh, sorry, 30.53 and your fourth seed yeah. <laughs> out of semifinals. 30 point, that. <laughs> yeah, 30, 30.71 was ninth and out yeah. of the final. Um, it took a 30.69, so just 16 one hundredths behind you was eight. Um, yeah, tell me about that swim. Did What were you focusing on during that swim, and do you feel like anything was significantly different from semis, um, or sorry, from prelims to semis? Yeah, so prelims... Um... I was still pretty nervous and I could feel myself shaking on the block just like a little bit enough for my back foot uh, to slip off the grip and onto like the white edge of the block. And so when I dove in, I was like, screw it. I was all sideways. I was like, oh, shoot. Um, and so tonight I was like, okay, if I just keep my foot on the block, I will do so much better than this morning. <laughs> um, and so I was able to just focus on the little things one at a time. And um, again, just trying to beat the people next to me. Didn't, wasn't trying to focus on number one and two seed in the middle. I was just trying to stay calm. And um, uh, yeah, I, going back and watching my race, it was pretty cool how everybody's in that pack. And then in the last like two or three strokes, I surged ahead and grabbed that spot, um, which was so fun. And because I didn't, I didn't know I was there, obviously, like you're in a 50, you're doing breaststroke, you're looking forward, my head's down, I have that head down finish. And so I didn't know where I was. And I looked on the board and I saw like, I got third in my heels. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'll, uh, third in your heat usually does the trick, right? I was, yeah, I hit the wall. I was like, oh, I, like, I didn't want to, didn't want to count chickens before they had to. I was like, I think that made it back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it did. Uh, and so just, again, take me through the process of you realize you made a final and then you have another 24 hours to prepare for that final. What did that look like for you? Um, at that point I was like, just so excited. Like, I was like, I don't even care what happens next. Like I've made a world championship final. Um, I remember I walked onto like the warm up uh, pool area and Hunter Armstrong's in the pool. And he was just like, he was like, how'd it go? He like screamed across the pool. And he said, how'd it go? He gave him a thumbs up. He was like, did you make it back? I was like, gave him another thumbs up. 
he goes, yeah, just like screams across the pool at me. Um, and I was, oh, it was such a good moment for me to, um, yeah, be surrounded by all those people. So excited for me. Um, and yeah, it was a really good moment. And so then I just kind of spent the next 24 hours getting ready. You know, I took that morning off of, um, prelims the next day I stayed back at the hotel and just swam in the hotel pool swim out a little um and I just remember I was there was like kind of a older guy next to me who's just hanging out at the hotel doing his like head up swimming in the pool next to me and I was like this guy has no idea but I'm in I'm I'm going to swim in a world championship final tonight that's so cool (laughs) um and so yeah then getting back I was talking to a lot of the veterans um, about, I was like, okay, what do I look to in this final? What's going to be different? How do I approach this? Like, help me not be surprised here so I can do the best that I can. And they were able to give me a lot of helpful advice. So I'm really grateful for that. And yeah, I was super excited. What did they tell you? Oh, let's see. Um, I was talking to Michael walking into the pool. Um, and he was like that night and um he's just like oh you ready you excited I was, i'm so excited um he goes remember people usually swim faster in semifinals and finals and i was i've seen that but I, i've never known why and he goes because it's so stressful being in finals everyone is trying to go for that world record everybody is trying to go to win rather than just to make it back in semifinals and so when that stress and pressure gets to you and you're so focused on like winning or going this time rather than actually like taking a moment to relax, enjoy the process and just beat the person next to you. Like that's when people lock up and get tight. And so that's one of the main things I was focused on going into um, that final is I was like, I got to stay relaxed. I just got to try to beat whoever's next to me. It's just a race. Um, Doesn't matter what medals or money is on the line. Like it's just a race. Yeah. That's good advice from from one of the best in the business, especially yeah. if we're talking fifties, right? Yeah, he's and breaststroke. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I, was, I was sure to look to him for those races. Yeah, I mean to have to have Michael and Nick, uh, Michael Andrew and Nick Fink, yeah, uh, on that team, I I imagine is pretty cool, just because they are two of the best American breaststrokers in history. Yeah, I had breakfast with Nick that morning. Um, and I was kind of sitting there, I was like, this is so cool. Like, I'm just hanging out and talking to Nick Fink about our races later. Like, I, I was like, that was a moment where I was like, well, I've, I've made it. Like, I'm here. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that is really cool. Um, again, especially, yeah, as a, as a, as a swimmer, an up and coming younger swimmer to, to get to be able to sit with veterans like that, who, who have done it on every stage. Congrats, yeah. Piper. You have made it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just tell me about the final. You know, did, were, were you feeling that pressure and stress that that Michael had alluded to? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> whoever sits there and says that they're not stressed or there's no pressure, like either you're doing something I'm not or you're lying because it is scary. Um, you're in that ready room and they turn off all the lights and they're like, make sure you walk on this tape and don't, don't hit the cameraman and go out here, walk to your block. Um, I'm sure you saw, we had a couple of block confusions um, 
at this meet. Uh, so that was funny, but um, uh, yeah, and they have the, and then they throw the lights on and they wait for everyone to walk out and you got the cameras on you and the whole crowd and it's like a spotlight following you. You're on the giant screen. Um, and I was, I was really just trying to soak in the moment. Um, even more than the semifinal, I was like, I've done more than I set out here to do. Uh, this is so cool. I was like, I feel like a fan who's just getting to do it. Um, where I'm like, it has been like 10 years of watching stuff like this. And now that I'm here, like, that's just so sick. Um, but honestly, I would just say I was happy to be there that night. Uh, and it was super fun, even though I was like, I think my heart rate was higher before the race than during the actual race. Um, <laughs> uh, there is, yeah, I, I had so much fun in that moment. I like, I even after the race, again, don't really remember what happened during it, but I hit the wall and I was, I just like, I didn't even turn around. I just had a huge smile on my face because I had so much fun racing. Um, it was, yeah, it was a really special moment. <laughs> that is, that is super special. Anytime you can end the race and just be smiling no matter the yeah. outcome. It's a, I, like, that's I don't a care what I just went. Like that was a great, that was a great <laughs> experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then just, you know, reflecting on the meet, you're back home now. Um, yeah. How do you feel about the experience that, that you had in Doha, especially moving into the next few months and obviously looking towards uh, our next prelim semis? finals race, which is, uh, Olympic trials. Yeah. Um, 10 out of 10 experience. Absolutely. Like I'm so glad that I went and that I had that opportunity because, um, there's a lot of people going into trials, a lot of people trying to have a Olympic spot. Not everybody gets that opportunity to swim out worlds a couple months before. Um, I don't think I would be feeling as ready as I am if I had not, gone to that meet um one thing that really showed me is that even though i'm 17 even though i've never been to olympic trials before like i do have the capacity to compete like i am i am strong enough i'm fast enough and i have enough confidence to be able to walk in there and say hey this i can come looking for this spot too um and that's something like even a year ago if you had told me i was really competing for this Olympic spot I would I don't think I would have believed you um <laughs> I think I'm ready to unleash something at trials and I'm I don't think I would be as ready if I didn't go to this meet yeah absolutely well we've seen we've seen 17 year old breaststrokers do it before oh, yeah <laughs> yeah uh so that's that's very exciting and it's exciting to hear you say that about your own confidence, um, especially coming off of, of a big meet like this. Yeah, I, I fully think one of the most important things you can have going to a race is confidence. Like, even if it's absolutely unbridled confidence that you maybe should not be that confident, <laughs> like, if you think you can do it, you can do it. That's what I feel like that's what it comes down to at a meet like that. Um, who believes that they can do it? Tell me about your relationship with the 100 breast versus the 200 breast. Yeah. Um, for a long time I had, I was going back and forth, whereas I was like, uh, Oh, I don't like the 50. I don't, or sorry, not the 50. I don't like the hundred breasts because I didn't swim well at this meet, but I like mm -hmm. 200 breasts because I swim well at this meet. Um, over the past couple of years, I've grown into a little bit more of a sprinter. Um, I haven't had the 
drop or the swim that I've been looking for in the 200, but by no means am I giving up on it. Um, uh, I think going into trials this year, I'm definitely more focused on the 100. Um, I do like the 200. It's a really fun race, uh, but there's just not as much potential for me in the next couple months. Um, do be expecting a great swim in the 200 from me, but uh, I'm focusing on the 100 for sure. And uh, I do love the 100, though. It's it, Part of the reason I do like the 100 better than the 50 is because the 50, like, I feel like there's not time to race the people next to you. And that's the most fun part. You know, like, everyone's so tight the whole time. There's not any opportunity to try to, like, surge ahead. You just have to trust that you're going faster than the other person. Um, but in the 100, like, even when you hit that turn and you look to the side and you can see where everybody is, that's just, it's so much fun. You're like, okay, I got this 50. Catch up, Brita. Get farther ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a, as a spectator, like, you know, watching a 50 is fun, but not necessarily rewarding. Yeah. Because for the same reason, it's like, I don't even really know what's happening. And until yeah. like maybe the last five meters and it's like, Oh, okay. Race is over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so take just to, to wrap this up, um, take me through your next few months leading into Olympic trials. What is your training plan and what is your competition plan? Yeah. Um, training, we're really just building it all up to trials. You know, um, I get to graduate high school and go to trials about a week apart. So that'll be, <laughs> oh, a, that'll be a fun week for me. Um, but everything, but we'll just be building up to that. Like I'm not going to be like, really, obviously I'm not really coming down, um, until I get to trials. Uh, and, uh, I trust Abby with my competition, with my racing plan, training plan. Um, that I, whatever she's going to have me do, I'm going to trust it. I'll probably complain about it a little bit, but I'll trust it. Um, and yeah, for competition, I've got senior sectionals uh, in about three weeks now. Um, so we're going to quick turnaround there. Hopefully that'll be fun to jump back into like a six event, um, prelim final. That's just fun with my friends. Um, I think I'm going to one of the 18 under spring cups uh, with my team. So that'll be fun. And yeah, that's about it. Just really getting excited for trials. I'll build up that like really wanting to race um, until I get to really throw it all out. <laughs> well, Piper, I'm, I'm excited to see you throw it all down. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with us and, and congrats again on, on a great meet in Doha. Yeah, thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.